Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our host, Joe Kay, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hit Parade Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Kay. I am joined by Tom Hughes. He is back. Maddie is here again. Uh, Tom, first off, what's up, man? How's Orlando? Orlando was a lot of fun. Uh, as I always say, when I go to Collecticons and uh, different kind of cons, it's cool to see different things, different people um, than your normal sports card stuff. Yeah. So, like, what exactly uh, did you end up doing there, then? So... There were so many cool cosplayers. Like, uh, I feel like, like Beast and stuff. I saw yeah, pictures. so I, I feel like there's such a great list of uh, actors, actresses there, voice actors, actresses. Um, that there's a ton of people signing. There's a ton of people going for the the actual um, actors and, and famous people. So you don't always see everybody on the floor, but it was really cool. They had like Ewan McGregor was signing. They had the whole cast of Entourage. They had like all of Charmed there. Like it was like a little bit of everything. It was pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty neat. Um, yeah, it's definitely cool. Obviously, we'll be going to more and more uh, conventions like that, more gaming stuff because we're not just really sports anymore. We have our Pokemon stuff. It's just kind of like bursting, isn't it? Yeah, Pokemon's doing really good. Uh, we're kind of reinventing the comic division. So went down there, made some contacts with some comic people uh, to really kind of kickstart that back off and. Once again, just super cool. Obviously, you're in Orlando. It was pretty warm for the most part uh, compared to Buffalo. So it was nice to get out of the cold. Um, got to go to Disney Springs and Disney for a little bit. Uh, went to Universal for a night. They had a special event uh, after hours at Universal for one of the parks. So you got to walk around at night with almost nobody there, which was cool. So overall, fun weekend. Yeah, definitely. So I do have a question for you because I think it's been pretty cool. So what would you say before you really got into the – the gaming portion of hip raid. What would you say like your knowledge was on like Pokemon cards before that? Um, I knew that people played Pokemon go. I knew that Pokemon <laughs> Thanks, was a Adam. video game. Um, and that there were cards, but that was about it. Yeah. Cause I'll say like, um, when we were in Atlanta, it was just Tom and I buying cards. All of a sudden, this dude's like, oh, that's that rare Pikachu with the cool hat on. And this is going like, Tom, how did you learn all of this? Cause I know that, <laughs> Five months ago, you would have no clue what's going on. So it's just crazy to see how quickly your knowledge is like in a completely new, I guess, in a new arena. It's just like grown. It's been nuts. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's completely different. But a lot of the same things hold true. You're looking for things that catch your eye. Um, you're looking for things that are different, unique. And then going from there, you're looking at values and stuff. But it, it's really what catches my eye. I, you know, I ended up buying a, a $1,000 Pikachu card. Yeah. I just like, wow, that looks really cool. How much is it worth? And they're like, it's $1,200. And I'm like, it's a PSA 9. Is it really worth $1,200? They're like, pull it up. Last sales, $1,200, $1,300, $1,200. Okay, let's see. Let's let's buy this Pikachu card. It was, It's cool. It's different. It's different. It's funny because uh, last week on the show, I don't know if you had time to listen. So you're, you're basically learning how, you know, Pokemon cards and stuff work. And we were talking about Maddie because she had just started buying cards again and opening them. And she, we, we said she opened a, she, she opened a burrow stained glass the other day and like just out of nowhere. And she's not selling it to us for some reason. So we got to talk to her about that. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. So you got like, you're doing that. You're doing, you know, your football, football stuff. And I was just like cruising through Walgreens buying like snacks or something. And there was like tops baseball cards. And I was like, screw it. I'll just buy it. It was like 10 bucks. And I pulled it. And I'd never pulled an autograph card before. And this isn't anything good, but I did pull an autograph, like Nick Lodolo, 
like the pitcher. Oh, I, yep, I know who he is. So, I, so all of a sudden, that was like my first pulled auto card ever, and I was like, I get why people could get easily addicted <laughs> to this. So, I, so I just have this card. So yeah. obviously, when he wins the Cy Young this year, it's going to make me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Thanks, Walgreens. <laughs> but I think it's like the UK edition of the Topps product. I don't know. It's <laughs> whatever. It still happened. But speaking of baseball, we've had some contract extensions. Um, which one do you want to do first? My boy, Bobby Witt. <laughs> They're both your boys, technically. But No, but I was beating the drum for Bobby Witt last year. He ended up being one steal short of being a 30-50 guy, 30 home runs, 50 steals, uh, which only Barry Bonds and Eric Davis did. Prior to last year, obviously Acuna did it last year as well, but the guy can flat out play one of the best players in baseball. And I know he's on the, the Royals and nobody seems to care about him. Doesn't matter. The kid is that good. And I mean, the Royals paid him. The Royals paid nobody. So yeah, that's what it means saying. something. So here, uh, 11 years, $288 million, which almost in today's baseball market feels like a steal in a weird <laughs> way, right? That one steal, he was short of 50 right there. Exactly. So it's kind of cool. And I mean, when the Royals were good, like, what was it, 10 years ago when they were. Going yeah, right. Yeah, like people cared because there was something different. Um, Hosmer and uh, Gordon yep, and all those. Yep, guys. that was a good team. Was that Grinky on that team? I think so. He but was. Either way, Maddie, what do you think about the extension? I like it. Um, I like Bobby Wood because he's actually one of the guys I bet on a lot during MLB season. <laughs> he seems to be a good, um, a good hitter for me. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but he's this. That's uh, the contract is the sixteenth. Uh, biggest contract in MLB history. And it feels like a steal. Yeah. Well, and, and once again, it's coming from Kansas City who doesn't spend on anybody. So it, it's telling you something, uh, not about him, but you know, maybe as Royals fans, you know, you, you have the Chiefs there. Maybe the Royals are going to start spending money and, and you can start hoping that they make a run sooner or later. Well, at some point, the the lower teams in baseball have to start spending more than they would like because they're just going to get priced out of everybody because it's just prices are just skyrocketing. So I, I know it's not on the sheet here, and it might have been talked about, but I'm going to do a little segue to my Orioles here real quick. No, let's go for it. This um, is what so I was going to get to. So the Orioles have a new owner, um, which is super exciting. Um, and then literally two days later, they made a blockbuster trade to get Corbin Burns. Uh, all offseason, they're like, you need to get an ace, you get an ace. You heard nothing all offseason. And then boom, new ownership. Two days later, they made, traded a couple prospects and got probably one of the top 10 pitchers in baseball. So Super excited for an Orioles fan. Um, obviously, not only just for Corbin Burns, but the idea of new ownership that's going to spend money. Yep. And then uh, your other team there, the Houston Astros, because Tom has two teams. Um, they were in the National <laughs> League once. I know. So Jose Altuve sticking where he belongs. Uh, what was it? Five years, $125 million, I believe. Yeah, it sounds right. Like so that's that. fine. Manny, what do you got on that? Anything? I, like I don't have much team. to say about the Astros because I feel like people still – aren't uh, too fond of them for their little <laughs> way back one. Um, yeah, but he's returning with them. And then um, Kershaw's staying with the Dodgers. Yeah, was there any chance he was going to not stick with the Dodgers, though? I mean, they're looking pretty stacked for next year. Yeah, they're looking too stacked, honestly. Well, I mean, there's no way he could have left with the last uh, appearance for him. What was it, seven runs and one out in, in the the playoffs there? There's no way he could have left with that. So I, I felt it was kind of predestined that he was going to come back to them. Um, good for him to have another chance. They have a really good chance of making a run in the World Series, obviously, with Otani um, and everything else they've done in the offseason. But it's good, you know, it's good when these teams re-sign their guys. And, you know, Altuve can always be an Astro. He's going to be an Astro his whole career. Yep. Kershaw's me a uh, Dodger his whole career, it looks like. You know, you hate to see stuff. And I'll, I'll take someone as a Bills fan. I remember the Bills – 
Thurman Thomas, who was a dolphin jersey. A dolphin oh. jersey. It was just it's weird sometimes when these guys go somewhere else. Uh, and a lot of times you don't even remember them at the end of the year. You're like, oh, I forgot they played for that team like 10 years later. So good to see them, you know, looking like they're lock, locking them up for the rest of their careers. Yeah. So um, that's it. Baseball, it's starting to heat up again uh, as we get closer to spring training and all the things. Uh, we'll just have more and more baseball news. But we're going to move on to sports that are happening right now. Time to go to the world of basketball. When we uh, last left you on our last show, we, uh, Joel Embiid had just gotten hurt. And we weren't really sure what was going on with him. They were still checking it out. Uh, but now they know he's going to be out at least four weeks with a knee procedure. Uh, the 76ers have been... Not great in their last seven. They think they've lost six. Or actually, they, they lost, lost seven. Their last seven. Yeah, seven of their last eight, which is not great. They're dropping down the standings when everybody else is uh, doing pretty good there. Uh, it's a pretty crushing trade, obviously, because he was about to be MVP, I think. Well, he, he wasn't because he's gonna. he was missing too many games from the new rule. He had to oh, play 80% of the season or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it's devastating to Philadelphia, you know, he was that team. As good as Tyrese Maxey is, who is a great Robin to his Batman, Embiid mm-hmm. was the guy that drove the, the 76ers. There's talks about, I know, four weeks, that it could be six or eight weeks, and that potentially he wouldn't be able to play for the Olympics. So this might be a little bit longer uh, to that. So that this, America? That could actually just – it could be the end of kind of the 76ers season. Yeah, it's kind of seeming like it. Matt, you got any other thoughts on that? No, Not but it does thing. I love doing that to her still. Every time I'll do it to you. Um, so – like we know, the All-Star game's coming. Uh, so is the trade deadline. A couple little trades have happened, but nothing like too major, would you say? Yeah, it's you know it's a different world now. There's some new laws when it comes to luxury taxes mm-hmm. and who you can sign to extension. So it'll be interesting to see if you get a big blockbuster here uh, at the end uh, with the trade deadline, or it's just going to be depth pieces. Everyone kind of getting that one or two guy off the bench to help the team make a run because we all know how important those are if you're actually going to make a run. Oh, for sure. So a couple little trades. Monty Morris went to the Timberwolves from the Pistons, Xavier Tillman to the Celtics from the Grizzlies. A um, couple people went to the Knicks today, too, I, yeah, just before we started recording. Yeah, I think Bogdanovich is getting moved, it looked like. So, you know, some pieces that could be helpful for a stretch run. Like I said, I'll be surprised if you get that huge blockbuster, though. For sure. And like I said, the All-Star game's coming up. Uh, we touched a little bit on, you know, snubs and stuff last week. Tom wasn't here. I know he's got a few things he'd like to say. So what do you got on that? So obviously, um, really excited for some first-time All-Stars here. Um, Tyrese Maxey, like I said, has been great for Philadelphia. He gets his first one. Jalen Brunson, um, I still remember when Luka got hurt and he first made his a presence felt when Luka was out for the Mavericks. He went to the Knicks and everyone's like, I don't know if he's really that guy. He is that guy. guy. He's really good. Uh, Paolo Banchero, Duke, go Duke, uh, playing really good for the Magic. He gets his first uh, bid. And Scotty Barnes is an injury replacement, another young guy that's playing well um, and has a chance to play on the All-Star game. And then kind of looking back since last year, um, there were six guys last year that made their first All-Star game. Um, Shea made his first one. Halliburton, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Fox, Ant-Man and mm-hmm. Lori Markinen. And I will tell you, for anyone who has been investing in those guys, um, those have been good investments. So Absolutely. I would not be surprised if all these guys are making their first all-star game uh, are people that you should be trying to buy and invest in because they have very bright futures ahead of them. I agree. I mean, it's crazy. You just see like like every single guy you name there, we have some pretty 
pretty nice cards of it that we're putting into our basketball products. And I was actually surprised the other day of how many like really nice Triple J cards we have because you know he's really good being how defense how well he is defensively and everything like that. But I hadn't really seen it in his cards until just now, like earlier today when I opened our our basketball drawer and it's like there's some really big cards in there for him. So his his value is skyrocketing too. Yeah, there's a couple other young guys. Obviously, Sengen, uh, who looks like he might be the most improved player this year. Yeah. It would be nice to see him get in. Um, Jamal Murray, who I think is still criminally underrated. Uh, he gets overshadowed by yeah. Jokic, of course, and, and, and on the Nuggets. But He's so good. I thought he had a chance. And it would have been great to see, I think you mentioned it last week, uh, Chet or Wemby get in. Right. Both have guys both have been, in. Both guys have been great. It's really cool because, obviously, they play – couple hours apart. It's going to be a great uh, rivalry, but it would have been cool to see them both on the All-Star team. Uh, anyone you're really looking forward to watch? Not in particular. I'm not a big NBA fan. <laughs> She's doing her best. She's learning. Yeah. Just not a sport I follow. So I, I'm going to give you homework for next next one. Here we um, go. I want you to find a guy who's on the All-Star team for you to start following. Okay. I, I don't care who it is. Just don't make it LeBron because he's only got a couple years left. But find one of these young guys young to guy? start to start following. Okay. Um, once again, go Magic. In, in <laughs> Buffalo, basketball is really not a huge thing. We don't have a basketball team, um, not since the good old days. Yeah, and they became um, the Clippers, who yes. are also currently cursed. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much it's 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 a Buffalo curse there. Um, but the Buffalo Braves, so not a ton. But I'm telling you, find one of these young guys, watch them a little bit, and. The NBA is exciting. It really is. It's fun. I wish they, you know, called fouls correctly and played right. more defense and all that stuff. But it is an exciting game to watch back and forth. So it's crazy. I mean, right now the top four teams in the West are all separated by half a game. Like if the Clippers would have got one more win, they'd all be tied, which is insane to really think about. You know, this deep into the season that four teams are tied for first. Like, well, even it is. It's just great. It's great to see more and more teams getting better. Yeah. Before it used to be really top heavy, and now it's just. Being spread. And once again, you have OKC run by Chet and Shea, both young guys. You have Minnesota with Ant-Man as a young player. Um, Jokic and Jamal Murray, I know they're not as young, but they're not that old. And then you got the Clippers, who is that that old team that if they would have played five years ago, they would have like went undefeated right. when they were all in their primes, but a really good team. But you're seeing a lot of these top teams with the young talent really kind of pulling through. Um, you're seeing more of the, the new generation kind of popping through, which is great. Yeah, and right now sitting on the outside looking into the playoffs, the Golden State Warriors. Well, at yeah, Golden State, I mean, the, the Lakers are what? Probably the ninth seed in a play-in game yep. right now? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty fun. Um, anything else you want to touch on on the NBA before we move on to how? Actually, here's a question for you. All those young guys, what is a buy, hold, sell? Out of just the young guys. Um. So I'm going to go out of Banchero, Barnes, Brunson, and Maxi. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go out of those four guys. I am going to sell Maxi now. I think the Embiid injury will kind of affect his market a little bit. I think that uh, they're going to kind of fall out of the playoffs. I think they'll still make the playoffs, but they're going to fall out. They're not going to be a favorite anymore. So his stuff's going to drop a little bit. Um, I still think Banchero is a great buy. So he would be my buy Mm -hmm. uh, for the sake that. Is that your Duke bias? No, it's really not. It's. It's an Orlando team that's very young. Um, Wagner's really good for them. They have a bunch of bunch of young talent that's kind of coming together. So I think that's a team on the rise. So that's kind of why I'd buy him. Yep. Um, more so team than than my Duke uh, bias. And then a hold. Uh, I'm going to hold Brunson. I, I think that the Knicks can make a run in the playoffs, and I think he could get more value throughout the season as the Knicks continue to get better. 
and he's a guy that could see his value jump in the playoffs. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Moving on, moving from the hardwood onto the ice. Uh, well, the Edmonton Oilers had a 16-game winning streak. They were going for history, and they took on the defending champion, Vegas Golden Knights, and it did not go their way. Vegas ended up winning 3-1. Uh, to one. Uh, and it really, it was it was a fun game to watch. I actually watched the third period of it, just watching these teams go at it like it was almost like a playoff game midseason. It was really cool. Uh, Maddie, did you watch it at all? I did not, but I saw some highlights. What do you got? Um, I had down that the Oilers were one, one game short of tying the NHL record for most wins in the season, mm-hmm. and the record holder are the 92-93 Penguins. Yep. So it's been a while. Boo. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since somebody won 17 games in a row. That's true. That's a really hard thing to do. It is. Especially against, like you said, the defending champion. Vegas is a good team. Edmonton's a good team. But you've been on 17-game win or 16-game win streak. The 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 odds are against you, let's say. Should a team that has that is that close to history, even though it's the regular season and they should their focus should be on, of course, being as healthy as they can be for the Stanley Cup playoffs slash going for the cup. Um should they be going hard for a record, or should this record not really matter in the grand scheme of things? I don't think they should go for a record. Look at the Boston Bruins last year. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Lakers here from their first ever in-season tournament champion when they looked like they were great. <laughs> and now they turn back into the Lakers that are not very good. So, um, you know, I think the ultimate goal is to win championships – but we're always going to remember the Lakers winning the first in-season tournament. You are not going to remember the rest of the season that is blah. Um, so, you know, getting a record, it means something to me. It's something that people remember. You have your name in there. Um, so I, I would go for the record. I, I don't think it negatively impacts you um, in general, but you'll get your name in, in the books for history. So For sure. And that's why I'll like commend the Oilers for what they were doing. It got to the point where they were still down a goal with like – 10 minutes left in the game and they started switching their lines up so that like McDavid could be playing with with Leon and Hyman so they could just kind of put out like a like an all-star line just to try to get a try to get that goal they were going hard they they came close a couple times but uh they couldn't put it put it away obviously but I don't know I'm a big fan of like all right we're right on the cusp like let's just go for it screw it and they did they didn't get it but that's okay uh I think they're still happy you know considering where they started off this year. So things are uh, going pretty well in Edmonton. Um, yeah, I, I think it shows how good Vegas is. I think people, I know they won the Stanley Cup, but you know people have short memories and Vegas isn't the hugest hockey market um, where people are like, oh, Vegas, Vegas. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of were out there like, hey, remember us? Yeah, we won the cup. We're still really good. Um, you know, keep talking about Edmonton. They haven't won shit yet. So um, <laughs> we're, we're still the guy. There you go. Um, the next note we have here. Uh, the, so we're getting closer to the trade deadline, uh, and teams are starting to make moves. So Elias Lindholm went to the Canucks, played his first game, scored two in his debut. The Canucks really look like, I don't know, like they're one of the best teams in the NHL. Contenders. It feels like. Yeah, and it's Contenders. weird. Because even last year it felt like they should have been better, and they didn't change too much. But now all of a sudden they're just like everything's clicking. It's, it's insane. Uh, but the All-Star game happened. We talked about it a little bit last week. Um, did you like the new skills competition? Did you watch any of that? Where Connor McDavid just proved that he's the best player, which everybody knew anyway, but I think he would have won it regardless of who like came up with it. Yeah, I didn't really like it personally. Um, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, I guess. I, li- I like the way things have been done. Um, I know they're trying to get new fans and, and new people watching, but 
I thought they had a really good skills competition for a number of years, and I think they're trying to get a little too cute. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's for yeah. the fans. Yeah. But, okay, but what fans are we talking about? Are we talking about hockey fans or are we talking about seven-year-old kids that want to watch it, that you're trying to get into the game? Because yeah. there is a there's a conversation that that's great to get young kids to watch hockey. You, that's really cool. But for a hockey fan, I don't think it does anything for them. Yeah. No, I, I see your point of view. Um, I feel like a lot of marketing is towards the younger generation and getting them to play rather than your average, you know, household. Yeah. No, I, I, I who wants to slug a beer and watch a hockey game or something like that. I get it. And then and then you have guys like Kucherov that just goes go ahead and make a mockery out of it. Um, Here we go. One yeah, we more talked re- about that. One guys. more reason why I hate Kucherov. Tom is not a Kucherov but fan. You, you just told me you liked Ovechkin today. Ovechkin didn't even show up for one of the All-Star weekends. I'd rather you say no thank you than give the performance that Kucherov just did. At least that's being upfront and honest saying, hey, you know what? I would rather do other things. That's fine. Don't show up and, and, and do that nonsense. For the people watching who don't know what he did, why don't you explain it really quickly? So during the skills competition, um, basically a couple people went ahead of him. They were like high 30s, I think, for times. And then Kucherov went and, um, pardon my French, half-assed it, if even he did that. <laughs> um, went very slowly, just kind of went like, I mean, I could have beat him in the skills competition. And I'm not a great <laughs> hockey player by any stretch. Skate? I can skate. I can. I would have beat him his time in the skills competition there, um, and it was just once again. If you're going to be there, try. Or it's the NFL Pro Bowl, which is a joke. So pick your pick up your poison. <laughs> you really think the Pro Bowl is a joke too? Now the flag tournament is an uh, absolute super joke. Fun. No, it's like no, to hundred. It, it was. I'm glad I did not watch it. It was absolutely you terrible. No, no, no. You cannot say I don't like people who go out and half-ass it, and then t- tell me you enjoyed the Pro Bowl where everybody half-ass. <laughs> no, it. I, except of Sean Taylor, everybody. No, I hate. It. I hated the Pro Bowl this year. I hate the flag. I hate all that. I, I, I was saying, don't do that unless you're in the Pro Bowl because that's what they do in the Pro Bowl. Like no matter what, I think that's what they're going to do. But those guys. Yeah. Nobody wants to get. Was it Robert Edwards who? Had so much promise as a New England Patriots running back, blew out his knee and was never seen again during the Pro Bowl. At the, oh, yeah. N- Nate Odoms tore his tore his knee playing uh, beach football during a Pro Bowl. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I know I get it, but don't don't come up with this product that is so outside of what it should be. That's not football and try to call it a football game. Just it's not. All right, that's stop. Matt, you got anything else on hockey? No, that's about it. I mean, I won my bets on McDavid winning the All-Star Cup. So. Oh, no. I bet on McDavid to do stuff that he's really good at. I mean, I mean I'll just say. Um, Easy money. Matthews looked great. Yeah. You know, he as a guy who took it seriously. Matthews looked great. Um, I think in Buffalo, we, we don't necessarily understand and appreciate Matthews, how good he is because he plays for Toronto. We don't like Ooh. Toronto. But he is he's so good. He really, he really is. is. He's really good. So, yeah, shout out to him. Um, he had a really good one. Uh, do you remember who else? Did anybody else perform pretty well in the game? I didn't really watch most of it because I was busy, unfortunately. I don't know if there was any other standouts. Yeah, I was at a, at a show, so. Oh, that's right. You were, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's enough <laughs> with other sports. Let's get to what everybody really wants to hear. Um, the NFL. <laughs> the Super Bowl is happening in a couple days. Uh, that's the big one. Uh, real quick, there was some news coming out first, though. Philadelphia Eagles are going to be the first ever home team for a game in Brazil. How do you feel about that? Is it getting a little too much with these travel games or what? Maddie? I mean, I think it's good to expand markets. Um, 
it might not be the best for the teams and the players just due to the travel, but I think it's a cool experience for everybody involved. Tom? I am 100% in favor of these games, as long as it means that they're not going to try some expansion team over in Europe or an expansion team in South America, that then all of a sudden you have to have all this crazy travel during a regular season. I Listen, I am all for expanding the game and growing the game outside the United States. I'm all for these games across the pond, down there in South America, I, wherever, wherever. Wherever they can get a good stadium and good playing field for people to play on and having a game there. Um, just don't expand the, the league to have teams from other countries. They want to have their own league, and then you can do some kind of crossover game or something for the Grand Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I don't know. That's what the I, Pro Bowl. No. Yeah, but maybe that's something. But I don't want to see regular season games being played all over the world with conferences and all over the world. Is that yeah. something they're actually talking about doing? I mean, it wouldn't be surprising. I don't think I've ever heard anything specifically. I know okay, there's been rumors. Just... But they've had NFL Europe before, and that went really pretty well for them. I'm surprised that actually they didn't keep it going, but who knows. I'm of – I like the idea of playing in different areas. Like, I get it. I get the expansion. But it has to be done right because – Going to another country is cool, and, like, I get all that. But if you play on a shit field that's not made for NFL players, that's how these guys keep getting hurt. I mean, I know it hits close home, but look what happened when the Bills had to go over to London or whatever, and they Matt Milano got hurt. They had, like, four injuries that game because of poor playing surface and all that other stuff because even though, you know, they played in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium that has all this beautiful grass that they could have played on, they didn't want NFL players tearing it up or whatever, so they got rid of that and then put in the crappy, you know, turf or whatever, and that's that's not good. Like, these stadiums aren't built for the NFL game, which can lead to more injuries, which right now, one of the biggest arguments for the NFLPA, the players don't want to play on these type of fields anymore, so they need to be natural grass and, like, that type of stuff, and... Nobody's going to be happy if they go to Brazil and, you know, if the Eagles go to Brazil and Jalen Hurts, you know, tears his ACL. Don't put that in the universe. I'm just saying, like, that's just going to make it way worse. I'm not trying to put it in the universe, but it's been happening. And as long as teams don't get Say Lane Johnson. We don't have any of his cards for his value to go down. (laughs) There's a – but I'm just saying, as long as there's not – as long as they put in, like, you know – guarantees and safeguards to help pre- help prevent people from getting injured and to make sure that like one team doesn't have a distinct competitive advantage i'm cool with that like when the jaguars are across the pond for a, a week and a half more than the other team that they're about to play that gives them the jet lag advantage and all that stuff that's not great oh wait and it was a away game for them and the other team was a home team coming in yeah, late it's all it's all ridiculous so i don't mind i think it's cool that they're going to brazil i think like the expansion's cool it's just make sure they do it better i guess is where i'm going for for that um anyway the super bowl is here chiefs niners kind of boring kind of lame um there could have been way more fun teams in my opinion like even just baltimore detroit would have been more fun but do you think we have the two best teams i'm gonna say yes i i think they're the best i, I think the 49ers are definitely the best team in the nfc i don't think there's a question there um and the Chiefs are defending Super Bowl champs. So until someone until someone beats them, um, you know, I know their offense wasn't great this year, but you could argue that they have the best defense in the league this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you do. Arguably the best quarterback. Travis Kelsey, who we, all year we were kind of like, hey, he might be kind of done. He's kind of had a little resurgence over the playoffs where he's really turned it on. Um, so, yeah, the Chiefs are playing very well. Obviously the Niners have been playing well. 
When it comes down to it, who do you think is going to win, Maddie? Who do I think is going to win? The Chiefs. They're defending Super Bowl champions. That's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> who do I want to win? I want the 49ers to win. I think it'll be a good game. I think they're I, – I feel like it will be a low-scoring game. But I do think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take it home for another year in a row, okay. unfortunately. Tom, how do you feel about it? Uh, I'm going to go 27-24, 49ers with Christian McCaffrey. He might not be the regular season MVP because it's a quarterback thing with your Super Bowl MVP. Um, I think the way to attack the Chiefs' defense is on the ground. Uh, McCaffrey is the best running back in the league, in my opinion. And I think they'll be able to do enough to uh, squeak out the win against Patrick Mahomes. All right, that's good. Um, I think that the Niners are going to win, too, and I don't think it's going to be as close as you said. Like you said, what, 27-24? I don't know. For some reason, I keep having, like, 31-21 in my head, something like that. I think the Chiefs will obviously score. They're hard to, you know, it's not like they're going to shut them out. But I've noticed that, like, the Chiefs have been playing well, but I don't think they're anywhere where they used to be. I mean, they, even in the playoffs, they went, they beat a Miami team that was terrible, whatever. Still only scored, like, 26 points on them. They played, you know, they played the Bills, third and fourth stringers. They got 27 points, good for them. They scored 17 points against Baltimore and then didn't score again. And the only reason they beat Baltimore was because Baltimore kind of like shot themselves in the foot. Threw up on themselves. Good work, Zay Flowers. <laughs> so the 49ers are a machine. They're a great defense. Um, I think they're going to hold the Niners to about 20 points. So can the Chiefs D stop McCaffrey and Debo and all the weapon and Ayuk and Kittle and everybody? I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, the Niners are going to get some points on the board. Um, I think they're going to get a little bit more pressure on Mahomes, so they'll probably force a turnover or two. I think at the end of the day, you'll see the Niners as Super Bowl champions. That's how I feel. Here's hoping. Yeah, right? That'd be great. But uh, here's a fun question then. All right, you go through, you watch the Super Bowl. What do you do after you win the Super Bowl? What do I do after I win? This is my question. I know. And I turned it on you. Yeah. You weren't ready for it. I love that. You should have an answer to your own question, you, Maddie. I, I do have an answer to my own question. But everyone, all you know, they all say, oh, we're going to go to Disney World. I feel like the first thing I would want to do if I won the Super Bowl would be go to the local bar and party it up with all the fans and all the people in the city that of wherever I was playing. The best answer you could give. I appreciate that because that is my answer, too. Like, if I win it and I know it means a lot to the to the city i'm gonna go there i'm gonna go hang out with my fans because you know the fans are gonna be waiting for you at the airport all that jazz i'm probably gonna be coming in pretty toasted because we just won the super bowl so like yeah i'm gonna go out i'm gonna party with the people for a bit too what about you i am finding a tropical island right with away a, with a with a great spa and i am just relaxing because you've put your body through hell for five months i want to relax and do nothing sit on the beach drinking my ties and doing nothing else i agree with you and i'm doing that <laughs> i'm doing that after i after do the you first celebrate part. at yeah. the bar well, do you celebrate with everybody and do the parade and then once the parade's over then it's like yeah two weeks to wherever you wherever remote island you found like i'm with you on that too don't get me wrong but no at first it's got to be like with the people with the fans that have cheered you on all year etc cetera, etc cetera. and maybe that's just the way i envision it as like how it'll happen if the Bills ever win, but that should be no matter where what city you play in. Like, I feel like that's diners. something they would do. So the Bills I, would definitely go out to the bar and celebrate with the fans. 
well, they're in Vegas this year, so you probably see them immediately at the tables at Vegas. Oh, that's true too. Um, playing games, I'm, I'm sure you won't see them at table, a table. I'm sure they'll have a private area. Yeah, somewhere. I don't think they're going straight home this year. Good point. They'll be in <laughs> Vegas. Never mind. So they're going to do everything. They're going to party on the strip. They're going to gamble. They're going to find the resort on top of a you know on yeah. top of a hotel. They're going to get all everything we just said, but just in Vegas. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, no kidding. All right. So what do you feel? Who do you feel can help or hurt their stock the most in this Super Bowl? Um, I think it's Brock Purdy. Yeah, um, got to be right. Mahomes is 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 built in, as we've said before. Uh, if he wins, he's going to go up slightly. If he loses, he's going to go down slightly. But he's not going to see a big swing. Um, Purdy has been pretty hot. Um, his prices obviously have jumped, but I think everybody has this trepidation about him. That eh, is he really the guy, or is he just the guy because everybody else is really good? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if he goes out and plays well and they win the Super Bowl. I think it'll cement him as one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league on obviously the Super Bowl champs and someone that you would be investing in heavily. Yeah, I kind of want that to happen. I want him to be the reason that the Niners win. Like he just rips rips it up the defense for like four touchdowns. I want to see him run a little bit more this week. Well, it helped him against uh, Detroit when they were down a bunch and they had to come back. People weren't expecting him to use his legs and all of a sudden he's ripping off long first down runs and stuff. So... Both teams have to be aware of that because both quarterbacks don't run a bunch, but they can if they need to. So I think that would be a big part of the game, actually. Um, the second answer is Travis Kelsey because if he proposes to Taylor Swift immediately not afterwards, <laughs> there's a there's a there's I don't always think, a world where that can happen. No, that's that's not what I was going to say. Uh, there is a prop bet you can actually bet on if he if they win if he proposes, <laughs> which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Of course, but yeah, it's new day and age. You can bet on everything, but there's actually a prop bet if. To bet on if he will propose. A Do you know what the like what the odds are for that right now? It's like three to one. I want to say for yes or for no. Um, no is favored. Yeah, no should be favored. Which if I'm Travis Kelsey and I see that I'm betting <laughs> everything I have on yes, I just do it and then we break it off. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't have to say yes. He just has to do it, right? And all yeah. of a sudden he's he wins his bet and that doesn't matter <laughs> what happens after that. And it's not like it's not. I mean, it doesn't like either of them need the money. I mean. Taylor announced a new album. She's going to do A-OK. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's worried about making the bet. <laughs> no, he's definitely not. But uh, whatever. It seems like, I don't know, at first I thought that that whole thing was like just a publicity thing. I don't think it is actually anymore. I think it might have started out that way, and now it's like, I think they might actually like, like each other. You really thought that? It was a publicity Oh, thing? yeah, absolutely. 100%. Really? She, had, she had her tour coming up. It was just like perfect. The NFL, like that's why the NFL shows her all the time. Not even that it's yeah. her fault, but that's why like any 45-year-old Southern man hates her now because she's shown too much on CBS. And the whole way it started was he went to a concert and wanted to give her a bracelet. Yeah, like I she, like he couldn't get so. anyone on his podcast. Goes, oh, I made this bracelet. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're dating. It was. It almost seemed scripted. I don't think it was. I do. It, 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 it seemed well, that way. to reach out back and forth between like famous people. I feel like. Yeah, my people call your people. That's exactly. really. It's really a thing. All right, yeah. I, I've got a question for you guys. Okay. What do you guys do for the Super Bowl? Do you guys have like a set routine that you do every year? Do you kind of wing it every year? Do you guys have a Super Bowl plan? Maddie. I wing it every year. I usually go over to a friend's house or stay home, snacks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, for a while, we kind of did the same thing where we went over to Gordon's house slash your house at the time. <laughs> um, so we did that for a while. But then as friends get older and married and have kids, people go different ways. So I've actually watched the Super Bowl in like 
it feels like a different place every year. Like I haven't really had any consistency in the last decade. So I actually don't even know what I'm doing and it's happening in like three days. So I got to probably figure that out, but it doesn't really matter as much to me as it used to. Like before I was like, let's get together. We can watch the commercials on the same time, but now everybody's got to do their own stuff and people have to work the next day. I think it's different if, um, you know, America does the right thing and names the next Monday a national holiday. If everybody has off of work on Monday because of the Super Bowl, then people probably be doing more stuff like that. We'll be having more fun. But now people are like, oh, I got to work. I got, you know, the kids, all this other stuff. So it's just too hard to do it when you get old. What about you? What do you do? Um, so for the last couple of years, I have just stayed in. I, I'll, I'll invite some, some family over, some friends. Whoever makes it, makes it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Um, but yeah, just kind of a low key. If you want to come over, come over. Um, so Joe, if you want to come over for the Super Bowl, you can. No, oh, thank um, you. But basically, yeah, just a low key, watch it. I think it'd be, if, the bills were in it; it'd be different. Oh, it'd be a fucking I, well. We'd be trying to weasel our ways into going. I, I don't. But at the same <laughs> time, we'd be, we'd be slinging hip parade in front of the stadium. If, if the bills were in it. That being said, I've I've said this before. I don't know if I'd want to be at a Bills Super Bowl. No, not at all. We've said that before. I think on here at at the Bills. Yeah, at the Bills are playing the Super Bowl. Do you want to be there? No, I, I want to be here with. The people, yeah. You know, like as soon as it wins, as soon as they win, yeah. As soon as you win, you go. We're doing the bar you. thing. We talked yeah. about, yeah. Like you okay. do, yeah. Like you yeah. said, who just no, won? I want to drink with people. Obliterated. I'm gonna be calling everybody, crying. I don't <laughs> strangers. I want to be everybody. <laughs> I want to be crying with other people who are so also many crying. Tears. Yeah, it's gonna be the best. But yeah, the only way I'd go is if like I had it set up where I was home that night because I want to be. I mean, I want to give my dad a hug. Like right, like, exactly. I, it's like it sounds weird, but it's true. Like like that's the thing. Like I just want to like. Like you said, hug all your friends and cry about it that we finally got over the hump. As pathetic as that might sound to people who have won, oh, we win Super Bowls all the time. We're Patriots fans. We'll look at the Bills fans. I would just, I would sob uncontrollably and just hug everybody I knew. How long? How many? How long do you think you'd stay awake afterwards? Forty-eight hours. Yeah, minimum. Right? <laughs> like, there's no sleeping at that point. Bars shouldn't even close. We're just breaking all the laws at that point. It'd be bananas. Yeah, just show up at random people, just knock on random doors, just hug your random neighbors, just yeah. like, we and did it. it. Me, and did I think it. my answer is the same, whether it happened next Super Bowl or in 40 more, and I'm just like 80, ready to just party, I don't care. Yeah. Everything, every bar is just going to be probably wheelchair accessible at that point, I'll be okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, so we're wrapping up in a minute, it brings us to our final thoughts. Uh, like I said, anything you can do. Manny, what do you got for final thoughts this week? Final thoughts. Brock Purdy, please save us from another Chiefs Super Bowl win. <laughs> please. That's fine. I'm really begging. rooting for that. <laughs> I love it. Tom, what do you got? So as I often do when I travel, I, I download some Netflix stuff. <laughs> and I watched The Greatest Night in Pop. Hmm. How was it? It was really cool. For, for those who aren't aware of what it is, it's basically a, a documentary. It's like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. Uh, basically talking about how... We Are the World came about, mm -hmm. um, the big song, and how they kind of put it together, how they got all the big um, celebrities and everyone to, to take part in it, um, how they had certain people sing certain parts. And it was just really interesting how they put this all together. And they kind of do a timeline. And it literally was they hit, it was the AMAs. I won't, I won't give it too much away, but it's the AMAs. So everyone coming in for the awards. And they say, hey, you're in town. We're going to we're going to record this tonight. So usually you go to a award ceremony. It's they go to it and then everybody has 17 parties they go to and all this other stuff. Nope. These people went to the award ceremony, then went to this little studio and stayed up all night recording this. 
Um, it's a really cool watch. You know, I know the song. I, I remember what it's for, but I didn't really know the details of it. And it was really cool, really informative. Um, so if you have an hour and a half to, to kill, you like music, I, I highly recommend taking a taking a listen, taking a watch. Fantastic. Uh, my final thought is just still similar to how I felt last week. Uh, this is like the best and worst part of the football season because we have the Super Bowl. You know, we're going to – there's so many prop bets and fun things that I'm going to bet on that just makes no sense. But, like, it's always fun hitting them. I think I'm in, like, a bunch of uh, – numbers pools and all you know squares whatever and it's funny because my mother keeps my mother has nothing to do apparently she just keeps texting me and my sister and saying oh hey somebody else did a pool so i bought four squares each for you guys it's like 20 dollars. she's just blowing her money i don't even know why just on random squares for me and lisa my sister for reasons and even today she sent me one she goes well this one's different though because like it's called a minute pool. And I have no <laughs> idea what that is. So I had to explain to my mother what a minute pool is. So it's like so much fun for all of that. Cause like my mom who doesn't really care about football, like she cares enough to watch the bills and keep up, but she's not going to go out of her way to watch a game. Now she's caring about the Super Bowl. Like it's just like, you know, every regular person watches the Super Bowl. Obviously it's, it's huge. But as soon as that ends, nothing. It's the longest point we'll have in our lives before football's back. And that is the worst part of the year. I said it last year. I'll say it again. I still never fully find a way to fill my time with non-football stuff. Granted, we talk about we we do the mock drafts. I don't, well, <laughs> that's the thing. We'll start doing our mock drafts. We'll we'll do another mock draft on the show. You know, we'll dive into it. Of course, I have my dynasty leagues where we'll have to pay attention to rookie drafts and all that other crazy stuff. But like for the most part, it's like you're not watching the games. And when the season's on, no matter what game's on, I'll probably turn it on if I'm just at home or at a bar or something. You know. Well, The Rock would like you to know that uh, USFL and... No, right now we're mad at The Rock because of how he boned Cody Rhodes and now he's going to be taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and since WrestleMania is in Philadelphia and I have nothing to do, maybe we should go to WrestleMania. I mean, that's that's a possibility. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all going to come together. It's going to be like a triple threat match and then Cody will pin The Rock and then win but not really lose the belt. So Reigns wouldn't officially lose. lose the belt and then they'll have to go to SummerSlam as... The Reigns trying to get his belt that he never really lost. But listen. This sounds like wrestling. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Call well, it. So, yeah, I guess that's all I can do now is fill my <laughs> non-football time with wrestling like I've done since the beginning of time. Some good but stuff. that's it. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. As always, uh, you guys keep sending me your emails. Podcast at HitParadePodcast.com. Sorry, I couldn't remember. Or HitParadeCollection.com. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. My bad, everybody. It's... Getting late. It's almost 3 o'clock. It's my bedtime. I'm getting old. Uh, thanks again for listening. We do appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week to discuss how the Super Bowl went and, well, whatever else happens in this crazy world. So see you next week. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Tom. Peace. Bye.